All right, welcome to Old School. Uh, we got an amazing show for you guys tonight, uh, including my fight with Will Smith. Whoa, what is this? Joining me is Ben Mankwitz. He's back, Mank the Tank. That's not a thing. I love saying it. And Helen Hong. Uh, Helen does a thousand things. You've seen her all over the place, but she has a, a YouTube channel called Old Korean Dad Stories and Sometimes Mom. Um, so uh, we do talk about that from time to time when Helen's on. I like that as well. Uh, and of course, we're sponsored by Too Strong Coffee, uh, TooStrongCoffee.com slash TYT. I have no idea if this is on screen. Okay. And oh, there it is. I love when it blocks my face. Uh, so it's fantastic coffee. It really is organic, fair trade, gives money to progressive causes from time to time. It kicks Republican ass, at least through me it does. The, co uh, <laughs> the coffee jank wants to defund the police. <laughs> that's how strong it is, <laughs> and that's how progressive it is. That's how strong okay. it is. Can I also just say one thing that I, you know, I've never met Helen before, but I'm pissed because I tried to get her domain name, but she, but she already had it. It was very upsetting to me. Uh, ben, you know what? It's you snooze, you lose. I'm that's sorry. right. That's you right. Get that's into right. A, if you want to get into a slap battle at the Oscars about it, uh, I'll be there. Well, first of all, if I just may uh, to say to Jenk, uh, get Will Smith's name out of your effing mouth. Okay. <laughs> you got to say it twice, and you got. Yeah, that's right. You got to say it twice. Yeah. 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 I like how the second time Lupita Nyong'o was like, "No, I've heard this before." Like she was like, "She's like stunned." She was like, oh, and then, yeah, no, you're gonna say it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're definitely gonna get to that in a minute too, uh, and uh, and and amazing stories about how Ben's dad apparently was Korean. Uh, so mm -hmm. lots of twists and turns on today's show, uh, and in in fact, Fem Hesse is so excited they joined before we even started. They're like, no, I'm in. I'm already in. I know this is gonna be amazing. Okay. So they hit the join button below on YouTube, but you guys can sign up anyway, any way you want. TYT.com slash join is the best way. Uh, and uh, and for the coffee, it's too strong coffee.com slash TYTs. Do the slash TYT so TYT gets credit for it. Okay. So um I have a lot of thoughts, including toilet seats that I want to do uh later in the show. Uh how does the brain, human brain think? Why not? Let's have fun, okay? Uh, but first, Will Smith. Um, so everybody knows we're gonna talk about this because as Helen said before the show, that's all anybody's talking about right now. And tons of twists and turns of that story too. But before we get to what happened at the Oscars last night, um, let's talk about my fight with Will Smith. Um, and I'm gonna show you uh, we have visual evidence of how it ended. Ooh, oh. some somebody messed around and found out. So who was it? Okay, <laughs> playing the role of everyone at the Oscars today, Helen Hong. I am I am at the edge of my seat, Jenk. I I you were teasing it, and I was like, did Jenk really almost get into a slap fight with Will Smith? But now that you have videographic evidence, I'm like, show show it. That's funny. All right. So first, it starts with this quote. Esquire magazine seven years ago is interviewing Will Smith. And out of nowhere, he's going to say something about us. Okay. And then you'll see that it actually isn't out of nowhere. So uh, Esquire asked them, your kids catch a ton of crap on Twitter and elsewhere. That can't be fun. 
Now they're asking about people who mess with his family. Well, we saw what happens yesterday, right? So here's what Will Smith said at the time. With this generation of kids growing up, the technological battering is almost the norm. They generally avoid this stuff. They're really well adjusted around this business and understanding the nature of having to take a battering. It's a brutal world out there for young people, for everybody and for everybody. Willow had one moment. The Young Turks are Willow's idol. They have a TV show online. They're like a really powerful group of young writers, hosts, and political commentators. Willow loves the Young Turks, and that was the only moment I saw her cry. Other than that, she's really well adjusted with it. So, what? now what had happened is, and I, to this day, I feel slightly bad about this. Uh, we could discuss whether I should feel really bad about it. Because uh, Anna and I were having that discussion off air today, like, uh, you know, looking back on it. So we had decided to call her ugly. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. We would never do that. It's just a joke, Will. Just a joke. She's beautiful. Okay. Pleasant. Everything. Okay. No, uh, no, at the time they were kids and they had written a poem. They were doing some art and they were doing it very publicly and they were under 18. And so that that's the part that I regret. Like, it was the poem was getting a ton of attention, so it was in the news, so we covered it. And and I back I went back and rewatched this a couple of times, of course, after this quote came out. Uh, and um, and I was like, we were no, we said like they're really interesting, creative kids, and we like what they're doing overall, etc. The poem didn't work. It didn't work, right? And we kind of had a little bit of fun with it. And looking back on it, I don't remember how old they were back then, 15, 16. Ah, let them go, let them go. And I said at that time too, that when we we're covering it, oh, I wrote terrible poems when I was 15, 16. I wrote terrible poems my whole life. As you're, you're, a, you're, you're, you're a terrible poet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's why. I didn't want to say, but I'm glad you did, man. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well. I actually got that handle before uh, Helen did, so we're all yeah. even. Yeah, so. so so mine is uh, old Korean dad stories, and Jenks is a uh, bad poetry for life. Dot net. Dot um. <laughs> net. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, somebody had comments, somebody had org. What am I gonna do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so we were kind of like when we saw that Will had said that in an interview. I have to confess that was seven years ago too. So there, a part of me was like, "Oh, we're a really powerful set of writers, commentators online." It's like that's kind of cool, right? And and I thought it was really cool that Willow and Jaden watched us and loved us, and I felt bad. Ah, okay. Um, so then I ran into Will Smith. That, I don't I don't remember this part of the story. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. how how soon after this, like his comment, did you meet him? Like, was it years later, and he was no. still holding a grudge? It was shortly after. It was shortly after. Uh, what Jack is leaving out is that every day he jogged past Will Smith's house, just back and forth, back and forth <laughs> until Will Smith came out. They ran into each other. So weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I also have uh, weirdjoggingpatterns.edu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, because I have the org. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Weirdjoggingpatterns.org. So I'm glad we're not. We don't have overlap there. By the way, I also literally have a story about that. And it's, 
And it involves another spectacular celebrity coincidence. So we'll get back to that in a second. Um, so uh, no, uh, I ran into him at a YouTube event because uh, each year, at least before COVID, uh, YouTube invites its top creators, not a big deal, okay? <laughs> so me and Helen's dad are all over that place. <laughs> um, and uh, and they use, not usually, every time in New York. And it's such an awesome event, guys. I, I'm gonna keep it real with you, right? Uh, so they put us up in a nice hotel in New York, although it's tiny. Uh, and then they give you a bunch of gifts for no reason. Like there's a bowling pill pin with my face on it. Ah. Okay. What? But Someone can just drive a bowling ball into your face? Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna play into the story when Will Smith beat me over the head with it. What? Uh, <laughs> I am more and more at the edge of my seat. I couldn't get to the more edge of my seat with all this teasing you're doing, Jenks. <laughs> Okay, by the way, he did not do that. Also a joke, also don't hit me, Will. Um, okay, so, but it must have been within the year, but it was really close. So as luck would have it, they also have like spectacular speakers at these things. And we get together, there's like about 100 of us. And then they have all these like super cool things that they do. And so different years, it's been like um, Cardi B was there one year. Um, I, I forget, but like it just name a celebrity and they've been there, right? And so that year, super coincidentally, it happened to be Will Smith. And so we run into each other and I say, hey, Will, I'm I'm Jank from the Young Turks. You said it just like that, sheepishly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he's at that point, he's done speaking and he's meeting with YouTube creators and stuff like that. And then he kind of stops and turns around. Okay. Now, do you want to see what happened next? <gasps> yes. No. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Asher, show. Oh, you guys are homies. <laughs> I was waiting. I was really, I was like expecting and anticipating and kind of hoping for like a blurry action shot where it's like your face. And a fist is about to enter the frame, or 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 maybe like the bowling pin with your head on it is coming at your actual head. Like I was expecting some some sort of drama, and you teased, all, and now you're just you guys are just bros. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that I would go that far. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no, he um, counter to what you saw last night. Um, I like how we've replaced Ben's face with a picture of Will Smith and me, <laughs> or at least my eye. Um, so, anyways, um, kind of know what you saw last night. He was incredibly gracious with me, uh, and uh, and said, "Look, I get it, I get it." And I explained to him, "Look, I feel bad. Anna feels bad." And we we were, uh, you know, we were honest about our opinions, but you know, we shouldn't have made fun of their poem or whatever, right? And he's like, I appreciate you saying that. And it's okay, brother, it's okay. And then we, and then he said, come on, let's take a picture. And we took ah. that picture, yeah. Oh. So right now, Chris Rock is watching this going, what the? <laughs> I mean, that was the kids, let alone the wife, right? What the hell's going on? So apparently Will Smith respects me a lot more than he respects Chris Rock, so. Wow. <laughs> Uh, 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 Diddy says that they've uh, they've made up. 
It's all, yeah. it's all good, but he provided no details. Yeah, so uh, we I got an update to that. So we did the story on the Young Turks today. And so I was like, Jesus, man, you gotta do a public apology to Chris Rock. Yeah, Diddy says that they made up backstage, but that's not good enough. And in his acceptance speech, he apologized to the Academy and to everybody else in the room, but not to Chris Rock. But right after we said that, literally two minutes after, uh, an Instagram story popped up from Will Smith uh, publicly apologizing to Chris Rock. So, yeah, a little, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a little caveat in there about how his outrage was understandable. <laughs> but yes, it was an apology. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you almost got to do that. Otherwise, you, you look even more unhinged, right? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't see it. Uh, I was what? On, you got to watch it. It's I was on a plane. Oh, no, I've seen it now. But I'm amazed at how quick it happened, right? I mean, it was so unbelievably fast. I see why people at the time thought it was a bit, right? Because you can't imagine that it undid it because Will was laughing, right? And I guess he was still laughing from the first joke, really, and and is given people are saying that he was laughing at the at the at the GI Jane joke. I think still, you're right because think, it was it was during the cut the camera cut away. Back yeah, right. And it took so him like a sec to register. Last time you yeah. saw Will Smith's face, he was laughing, and then you cut away to Chris Rock, and then Chris Rock, and then you see Chris Rock going, uh oh. Right and here. it was in that one second, clearly something had transpired. Like maybe he looked <laughs> at Jada and saw Jada being like, uh uh. No, no, I have a strong opinion on this. And I, I will slap anyone that disagrees. <laughs> um, so, man, these, if Will was here, we'd all be in a lot of trouble, but primarily me. Um, so, uh, no, I, I very clearly saw a picture with the one we showed on, on the show today uh, where Will Smith is laughing. But Jada Pinkett Smith in the back is going like, yeah, she's rolling her eyes. Yeah, totally. yeah. And so it's not like, oh, they showed a video of Will Smith laughing, and then they cut to a, a video of Jada Pinkett Smith frowning. Right? No, it was at the same time. No, you, I, you I, might I be right mean, that it was I a residual laughter. I have no idea. Of yeah, course, yeah, that's why I just did. mean it. Really, was sort of the jokes ran into each other. And he was already like, "Oh, I'm on camera. They're making fun of my family. I'm doing the laughing thing." I, 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 I did not come on here to defend. I don't care about anybody here. Um, but the uh, and and we're the world is obviously going to make too big a deal out of the story. Um, but uh, but I, I think you can give him a moment of like, "Oh, wait, wait, that was that bothered me," even though it didn't matter. It was actually a fairly harmless joke. And I would like to point out, GI Jane. Badass, right? Which is what I, I imagine in Chris Rock's head why he thought it could be okay. You know, I, I'm as a stand-up comic, I am really torn. And believe me, you know, most of my Twitter, most of who I follow on on Twitter are comics, and so it was just yeah. a nonstop onslaught of commentary about this today. But I'm kind of torn because, you know, stand-up comedy Twitter pointed out uh, very accurately that this is a problem for comics. If people think I agree with your joke, therefore I'm coming up there to slap you. Right. And I've had this experience. I've had, uh, I've been on stage and, and like, you know, a drunk, belligerent, uh, uh, like, uh, not customer, um, audience member stormed the stage at me. And, and like people needed to step in to protect me from getting like punched in the head by a drunk, belligerent person who were like, that's not 
funny, you bitch. You know? Um, So that's dangerous. But then the other part of me is like, it was a dumb joke. Right, but but I mean, it was a but, bad, bad joke. But Helen, you've told—I I imagine once or twice you've told bad jokes, and I it's have. like these are layup bad jokes, and that yeah. like he's just riffing with the audience. It's obviously, it's just—it's so minor. It was so minor, and the yeah. notion—the only thing that gets me is the notion that somehow we're all supposed to know <laughs> the medical history. The Smith family, that there's a degree of entitlement there that I'm like, I don't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't read up. I don't care. Right. I mean, I care if someone is really ill and I wish her well, but I don't, like, how are we supposed to know? And well, it's just not that big a deal. It is, it, it was comment, definitely, hold on, let me just real quick. I agree with you. It was a bad joke and below, like, not worthy of Chris Rock. But so what? He's told unworthy jokes before. Okay, sorry. I mean, I I would say like if you're if you're poking fun at someone as high profile as that at an event as high profile as the Oscars and it's going to be televised and the person that you're roasting is directly there in front of you, you kind of better know whether it's you know the the physical attribute that you're saying is is you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Except that, like, I mean, she looks like you know. Fantastic, and she's yeah. a giant, beautiful, gorgeous, cool, ball-headed movie star. So I don't know that you'd even like. It just seemed like fair game that you could make fun of this yeah. cool ladies, cool, talented, beautiful ladies appearance. But anyway, it was a bad joke. There's no question. Obviously, and Chris Rock would be like, "Yeah, was, I can't believe I got slapped for this. It wasn't even worth it, right?" You know. Um, but anyway, I, I, I the notion that we all she's spoken publicly about it, so we all should know. I mean, hey man, there's a lot to read. You know, and that yeah. wasn't, I didn't pick up that article. So I I, I want to go back to a bunch of things, including uh, the, the guy who tried to assault uh, Helen. But first, even before then, um, mainly to Helen, but I guess to both of you guys, are we positive Chris Rock wrote that joke? Because obviously there's a ton of writers in the Oscars. And so uh, I, it's possible he didn't even write it, and he was like, "Ah, yeah, I guess it's okay, joke." No, and then all no. of a sudden, she, he's getting hit for it. And I think Helen might know better, but I mean, basically, nobody tells Chris Rock what to say, and certainly nobody tells him what joke to make. And even 100%. if he had, if he had somebody write it, he still could have thrown it out in 100%. a heartbeat, right? Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock is one of the comics that uh, prides himself on writing all of his own yeah. material, even for the award shows. You're right, there is absolutely an army of writers that are hired to write jokes for the award shows. And I think they're suggest, you know, so they'll write a page of jokes and suggest it and like hand it to Chris Rock. And he'll, I think he'll look over, look it over. But I think Chris Rock particularly is one of those comics yeah. that writes most of his own jokes. If yeah, not all of like, his own jokes. Yeah. Somebody might have brought it up and he then in the moment thought it yeah. worked or I don't know if it was, but I mean, I then also read that Will Smith wasn't part of the rehearsal the day before. I don't know if that means that he did the joke the day before. You yeah, know, like that, I mean, I, the rehearsal's yeah. pretty, pretty extensive, but yeah, you know, it did, I, who, I, you know, who, who, who knows, who knows? Right, so there's uh, now a, a quasi conspiracy theory that Will Smith uh, knew and had planned it. I don't believe that conspiracy. No, theory, but, no, no. It's but, it's yeah. it's it's it, it, it's not worth. It's absurd. Absurd. Yeah, but let me yeah, let me yeah. just tell you where uh, who was on the grassy knoll. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the 
apparently Will Smith said on social media, uh, get ready for the chaos before the Academy Awards, which by the way, could mean anything. Uh, and then uh, his son, sorry, well, I, not, not his criticism, not his criticism, but afterwards said something like, that's how we do. So then people were instantly like, okay, I'm gonna connect that random dot to that random dot and say they planned it. But anyone watching no. knows that that was not planned. You got to be like, if you're Chris Rock, you didn't plan that. No. Okay. Also, and you don't Chris let Rock, you don't you let Will Smith. Also, you don't let Bill Smith go through what he just went through if it was planned. I mean, they would tell people now. Like you, I mean, he's in he's in some career jeopardy now. I mean, he'll be okay. He's Will Smith, and it was. I don't know if I'm allowed. Well, just, I mean, just- that's not true because that the the Janet Jackson Nipplegate was completely planned, and nobody stepped up to defend her when right, she, when that whole situation went sideways. But that's so- sex, and that's a woman, and the, the rules are absurdly and unfairly different. Will Smith is a megawatt star. I just mean yeah. he might suffer something. I mean, literally, the Academy might suspend him, which. I, for some, like, ooh, no, <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. But, and yeah. it was just a guy slapping another guy, which we're gonna all overreact to. I got it. Nobody should hit anybody else. But like, it's it's okay. But that said, there were obviously it's not planned, or they'd do this, or they'd make it clear that it was yeah. planned. And also, it just clearly, it clearly wasn't. Nobody would plan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the faces like I just saw like all these shots, still shots today of like the faces when it happened, and everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." The Nicole Kidman shot was pretty priceless. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and let alone the Chris Rock shot. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, first of all, as you're watching it live, uh, Chris has no idea what Will Smith's going to do. By the way, I keep calling these guys Chris and Will as if I know them. I don't. Okay. Uh, I just I don't want to bother saying their whole names over and over again. <laughs> don't it's you know? Don't you know, Jank? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so Chris looks like, oh, Will's coming up here. I wonder what he's gonna say, right? Like he's kind of surprised by it. And then you see in the still shots after he gets hit, he turns around. And he's got this face like, <laughs> right? It's already a Chris Rock face. But it was like on steroids. You know how Chris Rock does that face, like yeah. And, right? and 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 he handled it. I thought like I mean the the joke was was not worthy of Chris Rock because he's so funny and so talented. But the manner in which he handled it was definitely Chris Rock, yeah. which was exceptionally well. That said, undoubtedly flustered. I mean, couldn't yeah. get the names out. Said words backwards a couple of times, and then said, but he still. Kept his composure, made a joke about it, about it being the you know greatest night in the history of television, and then was like, let's go on with the award. But he said, you know, we're here to hand out documentaries when he met Oscars. Like he was, he was flustered. That was yeah, it, yeah. It's inconceivable that it was planned. Yeah, I, I I've been in fights. Uh, yeah, you're going to get flustered, especially yeah. when it's so surprising. Yeah, and uh, also let me just say the other the thing I think that I haven't read. I'm sure there's probably there are probably some people with opinions about this. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to guess that this is uh, America weighed in on this. Um, and uh, <laughs> well, you know, Chris Rock is defenseless in that situation. Like, I mean, it is a it's particularly egregious because you come up on stage and you slap the guy who's in charge of keeping the thing together. He he can't hit you back. He can't fight back. He can't run. He can't tackle you. He can't grab you in a headlock and throw you down so you don't hit him again. He can't do anything. He has to keep his composure and continue on with the show and take your punch. 
So, you know, again, if you if if they were in a bar, it would, the circumstances would be different, and there would have been some risk taken. Uh, in fact, by Will Smith, but he was taking no risk. There's nothing Chris Rock could do in it, which makes I think the manner in which he handled it to me as a person, you know, and and uh, you know all of us on stage sometimes. And when you get flustered, you can get you know you feel like things would go off the rails. And he he kept that together I think as well as it possibly could be held mm-hmm. together. Yeah, okay. and, and and by the way, Will Smith, what a counterproductive mistake too, because now. The jokes about Will Smith's families are going to be eternal, right? right like, right, yeah. like you know, every family joke is going to go back to Will Smith. You know, every wife joke. So, uh, so man, did he open up an accidental can of worms there? Which may be part of the, the you know, retribution, I guess, of Chris Rock, Rock's revenge. Um, so, but uh, you know, guys, in in old school, this happens all the time. Amazing coincidences, as my daughter would say, we're all Barbies. Um, so uh, there was a nip slip last night uh, oh. in that exact event. Okay. Really? Yeah. How do I know? Because I kept searching for not the head. I saw that instantly afterwards, right? Uh, and the, and the yelling and stuff like that. Um, but will they? When Will Smith was doing the acceptance speech, if you remember, they also went to a screen, an Oscar screen, twice, right? And I was like, that's so weird, what's going on now? Is someone hitting Will Smith? What the hell? And he said as they were, as he was off camera, I just spit. And I was like, what? Okay, so I still to this day, to this moment, don't know what he meant by that. And I couldn't find any footage of it. Wait, who who said that? Will Smith, in the middle of his acceptance speech. Oh. Yeah, and and he's like, oh, I just spit. I hope they didn't see it on camera or something like that, right? And that I mean, was that, when they were on the on the Oscars graphic. Spit. He just spit like like spit accident. Right, right. Like you spit like you're mouth? talking and you accidentally spit on someone. Yeah. I guess that's my guess, but I don't know. <laughs> that's why I wanted to see it because things are so crazy, right? So as I go looking for that online uh, this morning, because I know we're gonna do the story uh, and. I ran into a random video of a guy who was like, like paused it at each screenshot. And when they go to the Williams family, Serena Williams, you could see her. <gasps> like, and so this guy is the only guy in America, although apparently, I mean, he did some detective work there. I didn't see it when it was live, right? Who's like, oh, forget the fight, forget the spit, forget anything. He's like, look at what I found. <laughs> <laughs> okay, He's so like, I don't babies. know. <laughs> totally. Guys are so simple. Okay. So so I don't know if it's gonna affect Venus Williams' career uh, like it did Janet Jackson. But I but I actually want to go back to that because Helen, I didn't know that it at the he, after all of these years upon years, I didn't know that it, they planned the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake thing. Was hundred percent. I mean, if you're if you're kind of savvy, you knew at the time that it was planned because she, you know it's the line it's the line in Justin Timberlake's song. I'm gonna have you naked by the end of this song. Boom! Like that's when the thing came off. And so, she had the ring on there, right? Too. 
and it was too choreographed. I mean, he's literally yeah, her- singing the line, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. And it's choreographed to him grabbing her boob and whipping the swatcher fabric off. And then uh, afterwards, so so at the time when I was watching it in real life, I was like, oh, that was totally planned. And then afterwards, I I met someone who like worked on the production team and like they were like, oh, we rehearsed it. We rehearsed that nip flip. Oh, wow. Like, Is it was that in common the rehe- knowledge? It was in the rehearsals where like, okay, now you grab it and you pull the swatch off and her boobs out. Like it was so- all part of it. And so it wasn't it wasn't until the outrage, you know what I mean? People being like, oh no, my child saw a female nipple, disgusting. Like people were just <laughs> outraged and they were like talking about family values and how, you know, the I think the network was CBS at the time was like, we're boycotting you. And they caught all so much heat that that's when everyone threw her under the bus. Everyone <laughs> threw her under the bus. And I think in this documentary, this recent documentary, Janet Jackson, like it comes out that, you know, Justin Timberlake was the biggest jerk because he was the one that asked her to perform. He's, it was his idea, you know, and then when things went sideways, like he didn't catch any flack. She caught all the flack. When yeah, and, like he didn't, and he didn't, he didn't step up and he didn't step up at all. He didn't defend her. He like he just joined in was like, I don't know what she was thinking. And it's like, dude, this was choreographed, you know, and everybody threw her under the bus. And it was so unfair. So but before the documentary was like, did people admit in like in print and public that they had choreographed it? I don't know. I just personally know someone who worked on the production team who was like, it was like we had rehearsals. Of it. Yeah, so, that's why people don't know this, uh, but uh, Helen's channel was just renamed to Old Korean Dad and Nip Slip Stories. <laughs> no, <laughs> great. I don't get that one either. Old God Korean damn it. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Korean Dad stories, sometimes yeah. mom, and often Nip Slip stories. That, that's the new, it's a long, it's wieldy. I'm going to have to make some sort of anagram with it. So okay. here's what uh, here's what I think in the uh, Wayne Scott Lucas, who, by the way, just well, I'm not even going to make that joke because you can't do it anymore. Wayne Scott Lucas, the stylist who was involved in conjuring up Janet Jackson's 2004 Super Bowl performance with Timberlake. Oh my goodness, my daughter just brought me a mini donut. Ah, um, come daughter. on, that's a good kid, which ah. is probably her way of saying that she had yes. donuts. Come no, here. No, I haven't had it. All right, here we go. Thank you. Thank oh you for the mini God. donut. Thank you. That's not right. that's Jenk. Such a great daughter. Thank you. Now take this out of here. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> go, I gotta go. Wow. Go, go, go. Thank you. Okay, Ben, take Josie's name out of your <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, Wayne Scott Lucas was involved in conjuring up Janet Jackson's 2004 Super Bowl performance with Timberlake as recently revealed to page six. This is a story from April of last year, 2000, uh, 2021, that Timberlake insisted on doing something bigger than their performance he wanted to reveal. Um, uh, he wanted to outdo Britney Spears, Madonna, and Christina Aguilera. Uh, Janet was going to be in a Roca dress. Am I pronouncing that right? Uh, I'm asking Helen. I know Jack doesn't know R O C H A. Huh? Rocka, like Rocka wear. Thank you. A Rocka dress, and Justin was going to step on the back of her dress to reveal her butt 
in this pearl G-string, he told us, but the outfit changed a couple of days before and you saw the magic. I wouldn't call it a wardrobe malfunction in a million years. It was the most functioning wardrobe in history. As a stylist, it did what it was intended to do, he said. So, and 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 as Helen said, a lot of this is coming out in this documentary that Justin Timberlake is apparently without being in the promos or anything is going to appear in and and accept some responsibility as he did sort of about when the Britney documentary came out and he issued an apology to both Britney and to Janet, which was also a sign that there was more to that story when he apologized to Janet yeah, Justin while also is, already apologizing to Britney. Justin is coming out as a trash bag human after like the between the Britney and the Janet thing. He's, he's kind of turning out as like a mm, questionable. So this has turned into TMZYT, <laughs> um, but but what did he do to Britney Spears? I don't even know about this. They dated, yeah, and then um, they broke up because she cheated on him, and she caught so much hell. Like she was called a whore. She was called all these horrible names, and he fueled the fire. He was like, yeah, she's a so and he didn't stop it. He didn't, he didn't say. Yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't say, "Hey, look, this is my ex-girlfriend. She's great, and and leave her the hell alone." And so, like we, and you know, and it's like our private affairs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, right. So the reason so, why two people break up is like our business, and everybody needs to like stop harping on her. And uh, and that it was and and the the she was devastated at the time. But I mean, people were really going for her hard, and that was kind of what started her mental health. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, with the the degree of you know, there was there was a, a, a shared joy, the Schadenfreude in Brit in in Britney Spears's downfall. It was you know the the what was the late night show that uh, the talk soup thing? They did a great bit about how the TMZ newsroom was like just waiting for Britney Spears to kill yeah. herself. You know, like they mocked that meeting about how everybody was excited and they were gonna put a rope in her car and oh, uh, my God. So, you know, I mean they, they weren't. That was the joke. Uh, just to mm. but it was but you know, but it was that that was the idea though, that, yeah. that there was a degree of so when when the Britney Spears doc came out, the framing Britney Spears, the New York Times doc, his statement on social media, which Helen was referring to, um, he said, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life. This again, this is about Britney Spears. So I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right to what we were saying earlier. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. So yeah, the Janet thing, I didn't, I, I didn't follow the Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. Like I didn't really didn't care. Um, but the Janet thing to me was so obvious. It was so obviously choreographed to me, even at the time. Um, I mean, you can't. It's like the fact that the his line is, I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song. That's yeah, how the yeah. song ends, and then he whips it off, and then they both pose like no, no, a frame and a pose where her nips out. And it's like, no, nobody experiences a true wardrobe malfunction and then poses at the right moment. At right, the no, right the, moment. Uh, like that's insane. No, like, she looked kind of coquettish, right? Yeah, exactly. Like right. if this was a real wardrobe malfunction, she would have been like, oh, and he would have been like, oh. And <laughs> right. they, you know, 
they would have been a thing, but they literally he ripped it off and then po- they both posed frozen, Look. you know, and I was like, whoa, that was completely staged. And then I learned from this insider production person that I know that was like, oh, we had like extensive rehearsals in that moment. Yeah. So, and the fact so, that she was just eviscerated and he just walked off looking like smelling like roses. No, we're, a, we're a strange like, country. I that mean, is such a, that was such a misogynistic moment. And don't even get me started on how like women's nipples are just yeah. whirly, you know, just bringing the ch- the children into filth. It's like, no, it's an a-, a natural part of female anatomy and men show their nipples every day and it's not a big deal. It's just a societal thing that we have attached to it. Don't even get me started. No, no, you're right. It's a, it's it, it it is baffling. It's it, I mean, first of all, we'll get back to our obsession with with accepting with violence that we can you know we can see a guy's eye shot out and was he bleeds through the eye to death yeah. and we're like uh, cool. But Janet Jackson's nipple cost her millions of dollars and really yeah. derailed her career. And I, I I'm really confident that Will Smith is whatever things he suffer are going to be little little pings on the outside and it won't be anything of that magnitude and and. You had me because I, let me speak for Jenk. I don't know the lyrics to any Justin Timberlake song. Neither does Jenk. So when you when you quoted the lyric, that's what <laughs> like like the you could have arrested your case there. Like that's it, case closed. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't even know that. I've never yeah. seen a Super Bowl halftime show except for Bruce Springsteen. So <laughs> I, I didn't see it, and I, I don't know that I've seen it ever. In fact, I've seen still photos, but I don't think I've ever seen the video. I, I would like to correct Ben on several things. Um, <laughs> First of all, uh, I am aware that uh, Timberlake did bring sexy back. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I probably would have guessed that's Timberlake. Yeah, and, and yeah. he was Ben. I know that he was twerking with it because I thought for sure he was saying that he was turking with it, mm. and I found that to be rather curious. Oh, sure. And then, uh, that led me to the discovery of twerking uh, for the first time. So I'm very so. All right, sorry, well, I realize now you're a Justin Timberlake expert and I apologize. <laughs> well, I'm glad you apologize because I was about to come over there and slap you. <laughs> for for the great affront of of not respecting my Justin Timberlake mm-hmm, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna and, sit back and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I do want to go back to this because I'm confounded by society and culture, uh, particularly ours. Um like I find it insane that people discriminated against uh, Janet Jackson for that. Insane, like I don't even understand the rationale. So they thought it was a wardrobe malfunction. You're not going to hire her because someone else accidentally ripped her dress. I just cannot make a logical connection there that, and I so I just, I don't get it, I don't get it. Then Britney Spears, I think she was 15 when she was singing when she was got had, first broke out and was did that cover where she's sitting in the schoolgirl outfit and stuff and then every song is hypersexual she obviously didn't write it uh, it was handed to her so that wasn't that long ago that was like the year 2000 and people thought oh let's get a 15 year old and make her sing sexual songs and put her in a school uniform so that perverts will look at her and and want to buy this album. And back in 2000, that was like the most normal thing that ever happened. That that yeah. was as mainstream as it gets. 100%. And, and now you'd be, you know, 
you know, they'd be queuing on conspiracy theories about you on 1% of that, right? So I just don't understand us. I don't understand us in so many ways. Like, and I'll add one more thing. And I, these are all like somewhat related under the umbrella of I'm confused.com, which I also have. <laughs> okay. Like Kaepernick. Okay. I get the first part is clear, right? Oh, he's taking any right wingers don't like that. They think it's an affront to military police, etc. But several years in, like not a single owner will say, yeah, that guy's actually one of the better quarterbacks on the planet and doesn't realize, hey, no, here's the one, that's the absolute kicker. Nike did the ad campaign featuring Kaepernick and they were met with tremendous skepticism, but then it turned out, holy cow, they sold more Nikes than they've ever sold and they had a $6 billion increase in their market cap. And still no team signed him. I was like, do you how do you not want to make money even if you're the most racist like pile of Timberlake you've ever seen? I'm getting carried away, Justin. <laughs> Be cool. Okay. But you're like the worst person ever, right? But you'd think like these jerseys, I'm gonna sell more like any to this day, any team that size Kaepernick will sell more Kaepernick jerseys. Than the rest of the league combined for their entire team, right? What is wrong with you people? And I guess it com comes back, all of this comes back to the same complaint that I have about life, which is I'm not sure anyone is logical. I I, uh, I just want to share my quick thought on uh, on Kaepernick, and it is quick. I, I I am very anxious for the definitive. Colin Kaepernick documentary or whatever piece of journalism it turns out to be. Because I, I am certain that there are, I don't think you're wrong, Jenk. I don't. I think that might be the overreach, but there's more to this story because a couple of teams did bring him in. There are obviously coaches who would like him. I have no doubt about that. Um, so I want to know if he really wanted to come back. Now he's back working out, by the way. So, I mean, but now it's like unfair because now he'll fail and you'll be like, well, he hasn't played in five years now. Right, like it's ridiculous to expect him to be able to come back and perform at a high level now, or however many seasons. I think he's missed at least four. It might be five. No, I think it might be six. Yeah. So, I, so I just mean I don't know. I don't know. I just mean this is a complicated, layered story that is undoubtedly filled with exactly the very thing you're talking about, which is peculiar ignorance, unquestioned, at least hostility to Kaepernick rooted in either denied racism or or accepted racism, but by people who obviously do not share a worldview that, that would- Honestly, it doesn't surprise me at all, Jenk, because the one thing that will, that will, um, that racists prioritize more than money is racism. <laughs> like their ability to racist. <laughs> is, is always going to trump the ability to line my pocket. And we've seen this from all the poor people who voted for Trump, you know, against their own, against their own, you know, benefit. They're, they're just like, I know this is going to cost me and taxes and, 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 and social programs that I need, but I hate black. Yeah. No, but that goes, yeah, you, I get it. I mean, it's going to the point that we're all making, which is, uh, 
logic is is uh, is optional. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's the oldest trick in the book, right? Yeah, I, I'm way, way above you, but why don't you fight with the guy a little bit below you, right? And so the the, the slave uh, holders used to do that hundreds of years ago, right? right? With poor whites in the South. And so that's the oldest trick in the book, I get that. And they, they get their emotions involved, you know, envy, anger, jealousy, uh, fear, right? So, but the Janet Jackson thing, that's why I think I just live in a different world than a lot of this country, and they live in a different world than us, right? And now we're now we're nearly 50-50, or maybe we are 55-45, I think. Uh, but in the old days, I guess they were 60% and up, you know, you go backwards, right? And and so back then, hey, if we saw your nipple, you should obviously be banned from everything. Like that's I, a thought that blows my mind yeah. for how intensely irrational it is. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. But that whole Janet Jackson situation, like there was no logic because a, if you're saying it was an accident and it was a wardrobe malfunction, why are you then blaming her? Like she, if it was a wardrobe malfunction, a she had nothing. That's right. She had that's no right. Control over it. That's right. And B, there were two performers that were involved in the wardrobe malfunction, and she wasn't the one that pulled at her dress. Justin Timberlake was the one that pulled. Right. It. You can't get on her and call it a malfunction. That's like right. then you got then it's a mistake, right? But you that what you're saying is you're calling we're calling it a wardrobe malfunction so that we can avoid uh, serious penalties. Uh, from the FCC, which was a big part of this, right? Right, and then um, and now we're going to persecute you. Right, we're going to persecute you, and so. it, again, and you know, and I mean, and then it's the layers of like, you know, like you know, she was at the biggest possible disadvantage because it was, you know, she's not only a woman, but she's a black woman, right? Yeah. So you think like, if it had been. I'm just going to use contemporaries of the people we've talked about because I don't want to suggest that anybody would. But like, if it had been Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera or Jessica Simpson or any young, beautiful white star, I, I mean, I think we all know it would have been sure there would have been a thing, but it just would have been less and would have been over sooner, right? I want to know what would have happened if the tables had been turned and Janet Jackson pulled a piece of fabric off of Justin Timberlake's crotch. Uh, no, I know exactly what would have happened, Helen. The same exact thing that happened. Uh, Janet Jackson would have been blamed, and Justin Timberlake would That's have been right. totally yeah. fine. Right? How could that you is say? unquestionable, and we all know that, right? Uh. Because because that's more logical. Then they could say, "Oh, look at her; she pulled the, the his pants off." I mean, that's outrageous. It's obviously her fault. In her case, he pulled her uh, shirt off. How could she possibly be at fault? And yet, right, except, except, like, I mean, I just because I never cared and didn't really think about it. But I mean, <laughs> the 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 counsel for the defense, uh, Helen has won the day because I mean, either it's not her fault, or he was involved, or it was everybody's fault, right? It was everybody's and then it's fault. Just, it's, it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, but it's they not, thought it was nobody's fault, and they blamed the black woman anyway. Yeah, I just can't understand that kind of irrationality. I saw, you know, the Democratic leadership always tells us, no, we got to empathize with the Republicans and root for them. Sorry, I I don't get it. I just don't, I don't know how to empathize with someone who says, I don't care about your stinking logic. She's a black woman, so I'm going to ban her mm -hmm. because I saw her nipple because a white guy pulled off her dress. 
and every white executive said yes. Yeah. And to, and to Helen's other, you know, to the if she had torn off uh, Justin Timberlake's loincloth, um, a phrase we don't really hear a lot in, in modern <laughs> society. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, which is a shame. Like it's just a reminder of how. I mean, we're upside down. We always have been. I mean, we can. You know, first of all, we're puritanical and Victorian, and yeah. we always have been, and we have little bursts where we emerge from it, sexual revolution, and for a time in the 90s, and then we went back to it, sort of under the Bush administration. I suspect there's some 9/11 tie-in and conservatism, and and back to, and it was the Super Bowl halftime show, so kids, so it was just an opportunity for it was a, it was one of the first moments of sort of collective national outrage over a kind of thing that should have been a one-day, 24-hour story. And then we go back to our business, right? But we 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 can't show a naked man in a movie. Forget a naked man in a state of uh, of, of 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 sexual interest, right? But women they, they can be naked. They can be totally naked, yeah. right? And it's just I mean, and again, we can have an entire movie, a really good movie, uh, by the way, where Tim Roth uh, starts the movie shot in the stomach and then dies slowly and painfully as he bleeds to death over the course of the movie. And we're like, oh, genius, <laughs> right? But God forbid we show a man, for, for, forget casual sex and teaching our kids bad things. We can't show a, a man and a woman uh, in bed together in love and, and and enjoying each other. God forbid <laughs> we see the man naked, right? Unless you're in Europe, they don't care. So I mean, <laughs> we're weird. You're, we're we're weird, weird, weird people. Yeah, no question. So uh, we're out of time here, but there's a bunch. But I want to know what uh, Helen said that made the guy want to punch her. Uh, we're gonna do that for the members. Uh, so because of, we have a whole nother episode. So uh, tyt.com slash join to become a member or hit the join button below. Uh, I wanna pick this conversation up, I'll get to some of your comments. Uh, but I will say this, Ben, don't worry, there is a documentary being made about Kaepernick. Uh, Spike Lee's doing it. Oh, yeah, uh, that's I, right, that's right. And and uh, and actually he interviewed some TYT hosts for it. Oh, so, all right, fantastic. Yeah.